It's the Peaked Podcast from Poland. I'm Kareem Maddox. So, I live in a small village in the south of Poland, but I wanted to explore somewhere more well-known first. So I went about two hours down the road to Krakow. Now, Warsaw is the capital of modern-day Poland, but Krakow has been the capital at several points throughout this country's long and complicated history. Krakow is a better glimpse into medieval Poland because it's well-preserved. As headquarters for the German general government in Poland during World War II, it wasn't destroyed in bombings, while the vast majority of Warsaw was. While the city itself may have been spared, the humanitarian toll was large in the war. Krakow was home to the Krakow Ghetto during the first few years of the war. It's also where Oskar Schindler was able to save 1,200 Jewish lives from the Nazis by employing them in his factories in Krakow. Schindler's factory is still open to the public today. His story, and the story of the ghetto in Krakow, is depicted in Steven Spielberg's 1993 film Schindler's List. I threw away so much money. You have no idea. If I just... Generations, because of what you did. I didn't do enough. You did so much. Despite its tragic past, Krakow is one of the most beautiful cities that I've ever been to. The historic Jewish district is called Kazimierz. You feel heavy as you walk through it. In the daytime, it looks old and unkempt, and you'll hear more on that from a local later. But today I want to focus on Old Town, which is a designated UNESCO World Heritage Site. The main square is the largest medieval town square in Europe. When you walk into the square in Krakow's Old Town, you'll be struck by St. Mary's Basilica. The Gothic brick Catholic church is the tallest feature of the square. It was built and rebuilt in the 13th and 14th centuries and has influenced Catholic churches around the world, including two in Chicago that pay homage to St. Mary's with uneven towers. That's one of the first things you'll notice about the church, in fact. One tower stands at 262 feet, about 24 stories above the ground, but the other one is much shorter. The legend behind the uneven towers is an interesting one. It goes that two brothers were tasked with building the towers of St. Mary's, and they competed to see who would build theirs the highest. One murdered the other by stabbing him to ensure that he would win, but he became overwhelmed with guilt and threw himself from his higher tower. His alleged weapon of choice still hangs above the market in the middle of the town square, directly across from St. Mary's. It's a knife. Oh, it's a knife. But the church is most famous for what's inside of it. Inside is the largest Gothic altarpiece in the world, carved in the 15th century by Veit Strauss. It's a national treasure in Poland. It's nearly four stories high and more than 36 feet wide. 200 sculptures are contained within the work of art. The central and largest sculpture depicts the death of the Virgin Mary. Rather than try to describe it myself, I'll read an excerpt from the website The Web Gallery of Art. It says, and I quote, The central section dominates the altarpiece. Its figures, far larger than life-sized and arranged as if on stage, witness the death of the Virgin and her assumption into heaven. Never before in a late Gothic carved altarpiece had this subject been treated in so monumental a manner. Instead of being assembled at the deathbed, the Apostle stands, deeply moved around the youthful Virgin as she kneels in prayer. Above them, the gate of heaven stands open with light pouring forth, and the Virgin is led through by Christ. That's just the centerpiece. 
The other panels depict scenes from the life of Mary and Jesus Christ. It's an amazing piece worth Googling to see for yourself. Or, if you live in Chicago, you can see a replica of the altarpiece at St. John Cantius Church in the Westtown neighborhood. And St. Mary's will also catch your ear if you walk anywhere near it at the right times. Every hour on the hour, you'll hear this from the highest tower echoing out across the square and around Poland on a national radio station. That's known as the Krakow Anthem. In the Middle Ages, the tune signaled the opening and closing of the city's gates at dusk and dawn. It was also used to signal dangers in the area, like a fire or an invasion. That's where one of the legends about why the trumpet call ends so abruptly comes from. In 1240, there was the first Mongol invasion of Poland. It was a part of the Mongol Empire's larger invasion of Europe. But here, the Mongol forces started in central Poland and moved south, reaching Krakow in 1241. As the locals got wind of the approaching enemy, most of them ditched the city, though some stayed and hid. As the forces approached the city's gates, a watchman on the Tower of St. Mary's played the anthem to warn of the danger. He managed to get the gates to the city closed in time, but it cost him. Legend says that at that point, a Mongol arrow struck, silencing the trumpeter. At nearby monasteries, most of the monks were slaughtered, their relics and treasures plundered, the buildings destroyed. On this campaign, the Mongols seldom took prisoners. What could they do with them? What was the point? The city of Krakow was also leveled, along with Lublin and Breslau. By now, the alarm had been raised in all the cities along the Baltic. The call went out across Europe for armies to meet the invader. That clip is from an early 90s documentary called The Mongol Hordes, Storm from the East. I found it on YouTube. Krakow is full of myth and legend. These are just a couple, and I plan to come back and explore more when I can. But while I'm here now, I wanted to learn more about one more legend of Krakow. Its reputation as a party city. There's a rumor that Krakow has the highest density of bars and clubs in the world. Whether that's true or not, the town has inspired lists like the 37 best local bars and nightclubs in Krakow. I doubt any visitor will really get around to seeing 37 of anything here, but here's what I can say. People definitely come to Krakow to have a good time. So I wanted to speak to a local about what really happens here. And luckily for me, someone thought to write a book about partying in Krakow. It's called the Krakow Party Guide. And I thought I should meet with this forward-thinking individual. Oh, hey, hey, Tomasz. Oh, how are you? How are you? Hey, good uh, to meet you. Thanks for having me. Uh, nice to Tomasz see you. Tomasz Meherda is a manager at Ganesh in Krakow's Old Town. I sat down with him for lunch at the restaurant located in one of Old Town's many alleys, which often house hidden gems. Tomasz summed up Krakow with an analogy to the foodie serves here. You're eating now chicken tikka masala, yeah? yeah? It's a red sauce, chicken is from tandoori oven, it's a lot of spices, it's nice. It's like Kraków, I can tell, because it's different, spicy, <laughs> and it, it's fun, it's fun, really. Exciting. Yeah, it's adventure. 
adventure. Tomasz moved here from a town about an hour from Krakow. I'm originally from Oświęcim. It's uh, maybe you know that it's a small uh, town, 60 kilometers from Krakow. It's very infamous city okay. because we have the camp there. Maybe you know about that. Auschwitz. Yeah, Auschwitz exactly. It was you know a little bit. How do I say gray? Uh, gray because it was nothing there. Just you know blocks, nothing to do. It, it, there is you know. Not even any restaurant in this town when I was young. No tourists, nothing. So I decided to move to a bigger city to have a better life, yeah? More, more colorful. Moving here was an adventure for Tomas. And I really appreciated his outlook. He started as a delivery driver. Yeah, it was a very funny job. It was a few years ago. Then I became a waiter. So it was a nice adventure for me because from the small city, like everybody working in, you know, storages, you know, factories, yeah, yeah. I became a waiter. Yeah, yeah. It was so nice, so, so different that, you know, that ev everybody in my family, completely different job. Mm -hmm. I know maybe for you, like you're from US, yeah, it's normal that you have restaurants, everything, you know, but yeah. in Poland, in small town, it's not that common. Hmm. It's, it's, you know, people are you know, not going to restaurants in Poland, in small cities, they, they can't afford that. In Krakow, I became waiter. It was, you know, people from all over the world. Like I can meet you, you, yeah, you from US. I meet people from India, people from whole world. It was so different. For Shortly me. after Tomasz moved to Krakow, he came up with the idea for his book. As a waiter in Old Town, he says he went out a lot. So I asked him to give me a bird's eye view of the nightlife here. In Krakow, you just should go in the street. You can find anything you want. There we have uh, a place like Pialnia Wódki and Ipiva. You can go there and take some Polish food and shot of vodka. It's very popular here. It's everywhere. A lot, lot of names like I said, Pialnia Wódki, Ipiva, Banialuka, Hukimuki. It's everywhere. You can, you can go to the club like Afera Club, like Fever, yeah, Gorączka. It's tons of the clubs and you can also go to, you know, restaurant and have some drink and good food because in Krakow you, ca you have food from all over the world. You can have Indian food, Polish food, of course, is great, Italian, everything. You know, in the city center in Krakow, you can find tons of restaurants, clubs and everything. The first few places that he mentioned are kind of dives scattered around the city center. Pijalnia Wódki, Piwa, Banialuka. At those, you can find a beer or a shot of vodka for four zloty. That's about a dollar. They usually attract a rowdy clientele, as you can imagine. And it's a mix of locals and tourists to students looking to get their night started. Their defining features are that some are open around the clock and, of course, the prices. Yeah, it's of course, it's a smaller shot and it's uh, not the best vodka you, that you can get. Okay. It's not the best quality beer. It's... The, the beer sucks, yeah? L let's be honest. The beer sucks. It's smaller than a half liter. But Krakow and Poland is pretty cheap on the whole. I asked Tomasz what you should expect to pay. Keep in mind that it's about four zloty to the dollar or the euro. Yeah, yeah. You can find cheap beer for, I don't know, one, two euro, but uh, normal price is two or three euro. Okay. Yeah, something like that. It's eight zlotys, maximum ten zloty. Or if you, you know, buying some better beer, like, you know, dark beer or you know better places i mean special braveries or something it's 15 zloty i mean three euro but not more not more yeah, yeah it's very cheap uh, especially when you you know your salary is from the uk or something like that yeah yeah right. it's very cheap you can have a nice party for i don't know 
50 euro yeah, you yeah. can have the best party in the city center prices tend to be let's say adjusted for tourism it'll be a bit more expensive than another great place to go out the Kashmir's district this historic jewish district has a different feel than the more glamorous city center it has an up-and-coming hipster vibe i mentioned it earlier as the place that feels sort of heavy and somber as you walk through it in the daytime Tomas tried to explain what I meant. The city center is different than Kazimierz. I don't know, Kazimierz has, uh, you have to go there to feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, you know, it, it feels at atmosphere completely different. The city center is, you know, lo- looks better, of course. Mm-hmm. City center is mo- much, you know, looks more expensive. Yeah. Kazimierz is completely different. Uh, the Kazimierz, I don't know, 20 years ago was completely, you know, uh, ruined. Mm-hmm. It was nothing there. It was dangerous. I don't know how to say that, but now they a little bit changing, yeah? They investing there. Lot, but Kazimierz has a lot of s- small places like, you know, pubs, clubs with with nice atmosphere. Maybe it looks old, it's dirty, but people like it. I'm, I'm li- living in the Kazimierz district. Okay. It's cool, it's cool. You know, I'm coming out from my apartment, it's people partying. Yeah. I, I, Every language is from all over the world, but not Polish. At nighttime, Kazimierz is a lot more lively than in the day. It's been one of my favorite parts of Krakow. A few teammates and I spent a night there and visited a few places. One called Alchemia is the first to pop up when you're on the internet searching for where to go. If I had to pick a theme for the place, I'd say antique, inside and out. The time-worn main rooms are cozy enough for sitting to eat and drink, but the cellar is where the fun happens. When we went there, they had dueling DJs spinning electronic music in near darkness. After about an hour there, we checked out Tava Music Club just down the street. It's a more upscale lounge, and this night featured a live violinist playing along to recent songs. The last place that I'll mention from our trip is simply called Absinthe, like from the movie Eurotrip. What's that? It's Absinthe. Fromer says it's illegal in the States because it makes you hallucinate and go crazy. They call it the Green Fairy. We didn't hallucinate, but it was an experience. At this bar, we each tried a drink of the blue Absinthe, of the 80% alcohol variety. It came out in a glass topped with a spoon holding a sugar cube. And then it was lit on fire. You can listen in. Chris, tell us what we just got. We just got three shots of 80% absinthe and we got some ice and water here sitting waiting for us too, so. Royce, what was that first shot like? This is the worst experience of my life. I don't ever want to do this again. This is terrible. Are you gonna finish that cup? Probably not. Honestly, like, honestly, no, I'm not. You just gotta add some sugar to it. It'll be fine. I don't want to. Chris, you got a sip for us? No, I don't think I'm gonna finish this. You're not? Chris, come on. I'm okay with that. I understand. It's not an experience I would recommend to everyone, but it's a fun side trip if you can handle the burn. Back to my conversation with Tomasz. Krakow is heavy on students. Estimates put the number between 120 and 170,000 during the school year. There is a lot of students in Krakow, you know, from Poland, of course, you know, thousands of students. Mm-hmm. 
but there is also students from whole world, yeah? Mm -hmm. From Europe, not even from Europe, from all over the world. Wow. Uh, you know, people are studying, working, and uh, yeah, you can meet everybody here. It's mostly Europeans, of course, because it's quite far away from the US, mm -hmm. yeah? But we have some Americans here, and we love them. Tomas says that he has always been more interested in clubs than bars. So I asked him to quickly run through a few options that you'll have in Krakow. We have Shine Club. It's uh, the biggest club in, in Krakow. It's very big. It's Starowiczna Street. Another one, Prozac 2.0. This place is about music. It's a little bit for hipsters, but, okay. but it's, it's good, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Next one is the most, my favorite one. It's Afera Club. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, I, was, I was there, I don't know, 50, yeah. 50 times. Okay. It's very nice. Small club, students. Always fun, every day open, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one is Coco Music Club. It's Spitalna Street. Yeah, yeah. It's very nice also, but you have to dress well there. Yeah. Oh, next one is very nice. It's Pub's Poem. It's uh, the style of this place is like uh, old Poland. I mean, the communism uh, era. Yeah, yeah. It's, they have old car inside, uh, you know, looks like in you know, 80s. Music is old. It's very nice place. Very, place with soul, for example. Very nice, very nice place. Okay. Oh, Jazz Rock Cafe. It's also a nice, nice place. It's a rock place. Now, finally, and most importantly, I wanted to know from Tomasz where to get good Polish food. I quickly realized from being here that the big restaurants aren't always where you'll find the best food. Tomasz confirmed that. If you want to check the real Krakow, you should go to some nice places to eat. N yeah. Nice restaurants where I go. So I can recommend you, it's in my book, uh, it's Gospoda Coco. It's a very nice place. It's very cheap. You can have a full meal for, for uh, I don't know, three, three euro wow. with soup. And, you know, it's Polish food. It's very nice, very cheap. It's, and it's real, yeah? It's not for tourists that you, you will pay 100 zloty yeah. and, you, and you think you're, you're in Poland, yeah? Mm -hmm. But it's like everywhere in the world, restaurant. Go to a place like that. Another one, it's... Is, it's this funny name. It's I love stick burger, but it's Polish food. Okay. <laughs> it's a uh, Karmelitka Street. It's a very nice place. It's even cheaper than the first place. You can take uh, have a meal for two euro. Wow. It's on the plastic, uh, you know, uh, plates. Yeah, it's very authentic, very nice. I used to go there every day. We we have also place like Glonoyat. It's a vegetarian place. Okay. It's only vegetarian things. It's also uh, near the city center. So it's the three places that I can recommend you. Yeah, just, you know, I, I don't give you, you know, 1,000 places to eat because it's, uh, you know, it's not about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's enough to get uh, three places, mm -hmm. uh, good places, and just, you know, go there and check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, three places is uh, the Gospoda Coco. It's a Polish food, very cheap, very nice, very tasty, authentic. I love steak burger. It's a... Uh, also Polish food, but it's, you know, like uh, very, very cheap. You, you can, you know, if you're from UK, you can eat for free. <laughs> and it's also Glonoyat. It's a vegetarian place. Very nice. As I wrapped up my lunch visit with Tomasz, he wanted to throw in one last pitch for Krakow and his book. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working in Ghana's restaurant. There's some bonus in my book. If you buy my book, if, if you have my book and say that you know me, it's enough. You just say to you, you know me, and you, if you come to Ganesh, you will get some discount beer. Okay. I, I mean, very cheap beer for one euro. Okay. Be, but, uh, you know, the real beer, real Polish beer, not the cheap one like in the Pialnia or something like that. Right, 
real beer uh, for one euro promo beer for you. You can come here. You, maybe you can meet me. I can advise you about Krakow. We can talk. Maybe you can go together and have some party. Yeah. I'm inviting you to meet me and meet my place. Okay, uh, Tomasz, thanks for having me at uh, Ganesh Restaurant. It's been, uh, it's been awesome to meet you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for you know, having me. Today, I hope you, you know, everybody come to Krakow and check that beautiful place. Just came here. Please come here and uh, party. And so that's it for this trip to Krakow. You can find photos of my trips on Instagram. I'm at Kareem Maddox. I'll be back with another episode from somewhere else in Poland soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Peaked Podcast from Poland.